Welcome back to Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia on Inspire Radio. We have the amazing Professor Eileen Baldry with us. And Eileen, I think we're looking at continuing our conversation with you and addressing your opinion on education in um, the prison, in the criminal justice system, and how it can benefit those individuals, the families and community. Yeah, sure, Alicia. Well, um, education is one of the key, um, one of the keys for anybody in our society to, uh, you know, to to get work, to um, succeed in society, and um, and what we see amongst people who go to prison, on the whole, is that they have not had the same kind of educational opportunities as um, many other people and and people who haven't gone to prison. Um, So that's by far the majority of people who go to prison. So, you know, what's the answer to that? Well, you know, there are a number of possible answers. One, if you are on a long stretch, you know, you're in for a couple of years, uh, which is actually not the norm. I mean, most people are in for um, quite short spells. But if you're in for a longer period of time, goodness me, you know, take advantage of the opportunity to do some some education programs. Some of the, the programs that are probably the most useful um, are things that uh, will end up giving you a job. But it is also really important if um, literacy is is a, an issue or a problem, mm-hmm. then doing literacy is also really, really helpful and important. And and I can tell you that this is important um, because over the last uh, five years or so, um, some colleagues and I did uh, a quite a large piece of research uh, about... Um, getting jobs, education, training and jobs uh, in prison and after prison. And, you know, we looked across the whole of Australia and what we were seeing was that um, those who had the opportunity to participate in um, education, but not just education in prison, to continue it when they left prison... Um, which is one of the big issues, I think, for a lot of people is how, yeah, sure, I got halfway through, you know, um, a, 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 an educational course and now I'm out, but now what do I do? So one of the things that we recommended, which is so important, is that corrections, um, community uh, corrections like parole, um, the education system, whether that's um, school education, vocational education or or university, um, that they all collaborate to assist someone coming out to continue with any education they might have started. So that's the first thing. The next thing is, and, and, and of course that should be free because education in Australia you know, can be free, even if you um, go to uh, do a, a, a TAFE course, um, you should be able to have a debt for that, and that means you don't have to necessarily pay up front. Absolutely. But then, yeah, and then the next thing, though, is 
um, that that does a whole range of things. And what we what we saw because we we did some statistical work on oh, you know thousands of people getting out of prison, what we saw was that there was a significant benefit to people who'd been in prison and had done education, particularly if they'd done a vocational education program. Um, very, very few do a university program, but um, for those, it was the same. It, there's a significant benefit when they get out because um, it does a number of things. One, it increases uh, um, a sense of uh, capacity. I, I can do this. You know, yeah, I, I was able to do this. It also gives more confidence in, you know, in going to continue education or continue work um, and, 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 or continue um, going and looking for a job. But then the third thing is that it means that um, the options are greater for you than if you don't do that. Now, I, you know, I will... I will say something really important here, and that is that um, I'll pick up something I said earlier, and that is that the majority of people who are in prison today across Australia have a mental health disorder or a cognitive disability or hearing impairment, some form of other disability. And so what is really, really important for corrections and community corrections and our education, our adult education system as well, is that um, the kind of education that is provided is appropriate and suitable so that if you have a disability, um, you know, this is something which is actually going to help you and not and not the other way around. Um, there is, of course... Um, and and I'm I'm not being pessimistic about this. I'm being realistic. There is though the the issue and the problem that if you're coming out of prison, going and getting a job is not an easy thing. True that. Um, True that. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And therefore, um, this is an area that we really should invest in far more than we are doing. And, you know, I don't know whether you, I'm sure you've heard of it, maybe your listeners have, something called wraparound <laughs> service. And a wraparound service is the kind of service that says, all right, so what are the issues that we can assist you with or that we can help you with? Um you might have a mental illness, you might have a drug issue, you might have a chronic health issue, you might need housing, um, you might want to continue in an education program, you might want to go and, and, um, and apply for work. Now, you know, a, a wraparound service means that there is somebody like a case person for you who says, okay, I can connect you with um, the, the places to help you here. And we have so little of that in Australia. Um, and and that is really, really desperately needed. And it's something that, um, you know, I've been arguing for for a long time. <clears throat> but there are, 
you know, when we have those kind of circumstances, there are opportunities. And, um, you know, and and I personally think that um, investing in that is also investing in what I talked about right at the beginning, and that is prevention. So investing, yeah, investing in that means that, you know, people do get the opportunity to live an ordinary life in the community <laughs> and, you know, and to um, enjoy the, the kind of life that um, everybody should be able to enjoy. Eileen, I, honest to goodness, I could talk to you for hour and hour and hour on end and we could keep going. And um, I'd, I'd love if you if you take us up on an invite to come onto the show again at a later date, if you would, uh, if you would take us up on that, that would be hugely appreciated because I'm sure that the listeners are going to take a lot out of um, out of the stuff you've talked about and and just your experience in your work, and and I, I, hand on heart, and I can't say this enough, and, and I've spoken to you away from here, and hand on heart, Elaine, I, I honestly appreciate the work that you do. I appreciate the voice that you have for previously incarcerated people, and most of all, just human beings as a whole, regardless of what they have or haven't done themselves in their own actions. I, you you are a a godsend, and you're someone that uh, is is just doing amazing work, and I thank you for it. Oh, look, you're 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 more than welcome, and I'd be delighted if you invite me on again. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you so much, uh, Deputy Vice Chancellor for Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion, Professor Eileen Baldry from the University of New South Wales. Thank you so much thank for you. joining us. Lovely to talk to you, Lucas and Alicia. I'll talk to you again. I'm sure. Fantastic. And we'll uh, head off to a tune and we'll come back and uh, chat again shortly.